0: And online at 960thebull.com your up. home for CBS Sports Radio WRNS Kinston.
1: Sports Talk 960 the bull CBS Radio.
2: and welcome to hour 2 of the Brian Hanks show presented by Lenore Community College I am Brian Hanks if you missed the first hour of our show today you missed a really good hour we had Richard Clark on the uh, news editor for the uh, Carteret County News Times at Carolina Coast online.com we broke down the NBA playoffs we talked a little bit about the NFL draft there at the very end. And uh, if you missed it, you can go to brianhanks.com. You can listen to uh, the replay of it there. You can listen to the replay right here on 960 the Bull 960theBull.com. Also, you can listen on 252ESPN uh, in uh, Greenville uh, and New Bern there too. So uh, listen, uh, man, let's jump right into our second hour here. One of my favorite people in on this planet is sitting across from me right now. It's my puppy dog, Molly Ringwald Hughes. <laughs> Hanks- no, no, just joking. It's Ashley Pierce Chadwick, uh, who North Carolina is just a much better place when you're here, Ashley.
3: Thank you. Thank you.
2: How are you doing?
3: I'm doing great. I'm doing great this morning here well, with Molly Dog.
2: What time did you get up this morning?
3: Um, 3.45.
2: <laughs> She's been up since 3.45 uh driving and how was it was the drive all right you the drive any was great. Traffic?
3: no traffic whatsoever
2: did you all. beat the okay now i love when the gps lady tells me it gives me an eta because by god that's my goal to try to beat that eta as much as possible did you beat it
3: i am a very slow driver <laughs> so um I, Is she?
2: I, I i have no idea oh, i didn't know if you've written <laughs> with her before
3: i stayed right on pace with the gps so Okay, yeah. well, Very good. good for you there. We you, joke all the time because when we put something in the GPS, I'll put it in my GPS and my husband will put it in his and it always says he's going to get there 45 minutes before I will because <laughs> I'm a very slow driver.
2: Well, there's nothing wrong with that, but we were just in Outer Banks last week uh, or... Yeah, I guess last week on vacation. And so we had to drive up there and drive back. And I uh, I love I – th- I consider it a challenge, Tyler, when the GPS lady says, you know, uh, three hours and 42 minutes to get somewhere. My goal is I want to cut 30 minutes off that as much as possible without getting a ticket. Oh, aboard. yeah,
4: every time. I mean, you just – you're just trying to beat the GPS. It's like a one-on-one competition every single time.
2: <laughs> I love. it. I mean, I will even time out, okay? I'm going to I'm going to pee before I take off. I've got me a couple of bottles of water here, so I'm not going to stop. Heck yeah, let's you, go. You got a full tank of gas. I mean, you're just full ready to go. Full tank of man. gas exactly. Let's 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 beat the heck out of the GPS lady. But that's Ashley Pierce Chagué from Junior Leadership Lenore. That voice you just heard, "Man, you got a big game tonight, Mr. Sears?" Mhm. We do. You know I I love having him in here because I get to pick his brain tonight again oh, about North and North I'll versus be South there, West Onslow.
3: A hundred um, percent. because, you know, my oldest son plays too. And so I uh we had a very eventful game uh last game, so uh, at home. So that against East Duplin. A very uh <laughs> climactic game (laughs) well
2: and we're going to jump into all that but let me introduce tyler sears making his debut here on the brian hank show today and i got a a text message from somebody here i don't know if you know who he is but he wanted me to ask you how long has your dad been your hero (laughs) oh that sounds like something he would ask (laughs) something he would ask
4: I guess eighteen years. There you go. <laughs> however long I've been alive. So.
2: There you go. Uh, but I, I thought that was kind of neat. He threw that in mm-hmm. there uh, for me to ask you that. Uh, let's say uh, let's talk about why we have you guys here today. Uh, junior leadership, Lenore. Uh, We've had you on several times, Ashley, and I think every single time we've had you on is to talk about that, talk about JLL and the impact that it has here in Lenora County and some of the great alums who have come through this uh, program. But for folks who maybe this might be the first time they've ever even heard about it, Ashley, what is Junior Leadership Lenore?
3: So it's a program designed to help boost economic development in Lenore County, So what we do is we, it's open to any high school senior in Lenore County. Uh, We take applications, they interview and get into the program and we take them to different tracks of business throughout Lenore County and do some leadership development activities with them throughout the year. And the hope is that we take some of the best and brightest, it's not always the most obvious leaders at their school but people that we see a lot of potential in and hope that they will come back to lenora county and give back to the community once they've gone off to school and you know gone on some adventures and they'll come back and raise their families here and uh the program's been going on this is its 13th year and we're starting to see a lot of people come back um We have a lot of people that teach in the school system. We have people that work with family businesses here. And all of these people are giving back to the community in some way, not just living here, but working with scholarship programs, working through church programs, working through, you know, not just their jobs, but they're all giving back into the community. And so we've graduated over a hundred students from jail at this point. And so, you know, we're hoping that, They'll come back and enrich Lenoir County, so it's I love it. Um, I know you do. <laughs> and uh, the kids are really incredible. And you know when, whenever I hear somebody say like, "Oh, kids today," or it, you know, you hear a lot of that. Sometimes they they don't have any respect, and they're they don't know what they're doing. You're, you're just not working with youth enough if that's how you feel, because um, there's some really incredible youth throughout our county in our program and not in our program. And so um, it's inspiring to me every year to meet them and, and get kids like Tyler and they're all my kids, and yeah. so <laughs> no matter how old they are. Um, and just to see. They're all unique in what they have to offer. And when we put the group together, you know, we kind of have to make it fit. There has to be different types of leaders. But my favorite thing to see every year is just how they learn um, from one another. And you'll, they make friends with each other and people that wouldn't have normally crossed paths you know, our friends. And some of them are that graduated years ago are still really close to each other and in each other's lives. And I think it's really cool to see. And Lenore County is really lucky to have such great young people that live here.
2: Well, they're lucky to have a leader like you too, Ashley. And you know, my affection for you through the years, especially that you give your heart to JLL and uh, all that. Let me
4: ask you, Tyler, uh, what what does junior leadership Lenore mean to you? I mean, it means a lot, man. Like, uh, I know for me personally, I'm, I've always wanted to grow up being like an entrepreneur. So learning leadership skills as, you know, I just get older is something crucial and that I really think is like a huge part of just taking me where I want to go. And I think this program can just really skyrocket like confidence and just absolute like skills, knowledge and everything like that. And just also being around with these cool individuals. It's just an amazing experience.
2: That is awesome, man. I like one of the things that Ashley said, too, and she said this through the years uh, since I've known her, is that uh, it's not just that you're around, you know, your fellow students at North Lenore. I'm assuming you're around your uh, fellow students, like-minded students like yourself from South Lenore, from Kinston, from Parrot Academy, from all over Lenore County. What has that experience been like for you to get to know kids that, you know, I mean, you're an athlete. I mean, and, you you know, you meet a lot of athletes, but I'm assuming you're meeting a lot of folks that are non-athletes, too.
4: Oh, yeah, I mean, it's nice to meet people who are, like, uh, the same-minded or have the same, like, the mindset as you. And it's fun just meeting people from different areas, different schools that you normally just wouldn't ever meet or have the chance to talk to. And it's just really cool to have this conference. Just sit down, conversate, conversate with them, and just talk about anything pretty much.
2: What kind of leader is uh, Ashlyn? How much do you appreciate her passion for JLL?
4: <laughs> she's, I mean, she's amazing. You know, she puts a lot of effort in. She cares about us. And – that's pretty much it do you feel like you're one of her kids yes i do i think i think everyone can say the same (laughs) that is also a big
2: trip that is coming up for uh, you guys here in a few weeks and uh ashley i mean that's one the brian hanks show has donated to it in the past we're doing it again this year in fact i'm helping sponsor this young man over here left and i'm very honored to do that but uh, tell us a little bit about this trip and how important it is to the whole fabric of jll
3: so each year um what started about six years ago um The kids were like, we want to go somewhere and do something. And I was like, all right, well you can dream it, do it. So let's, let's make it happen. And we searched for some, um, conferences and activities that we thought would be great, but we stumbled upon, um, the Disney leadership experience. Um, so Disney, it's a program, it used to be called the youth education series or the yes program, but post COVID they've rebranded and this'll be our first year going post COVID. Um, so we go down to Walt Disney World, and we take their leadership class, which is, I mean, I learn something every year. Um, it's The class is held inside Epcot. Um, it, it's changed a little this year, so I, I don't know too much about it, but um, we basically learn how they run their company and um, the things that they focus on a lot about personal development, um, entrepreneurs. Entrepreneurial skills. Um, and don't you, worry, it's a hard work. Right, me to and it's I've been up <laughs> since three forty-five. Yes, yes. But also, you get to discover what kind of leader are you. Are you a servant leader, um, which is what I always fall under. But what is your leadership style? Um, How can you identify that? What got you there? And so they do activities and it's a walking classroom. So it's very interactive and engaging. And so I'm hoping that it stayed along those lines. But in the process of planning for the trip, we develop a budget. Um, We go out and solicit sponsorships from people. So they're out in the community talking to people. We do... Social media advertisements, which is what your donation gets you. Um, so, that we've learned, we're going to focus a lot, we meet today on that and how to create something on social media that's appropriate for everyone and that is appealing. And so, they learn a lot about budgeting, marketing just how to make it all come together. And then we see how much money we've raised and what we can do with that money. And do we have any extra money? And, um, you know, we try to make it the most fulfilling experience they have. I mean, we have kids every year that have never flown, uh, never been to Florida, never been to Walt Disney world. And so we try to soak in all of the education there that we can. And it's a grueling trip. I mean, it's, rope drop to close every day for four days it's exhausting but it's so much fun and the timing of this trip is great this year because it's at the end of the year they're done with classes Um, most of them are in mostly LCC classes at this point and so they'll be done. AP exams are over. And so it's just a really great trip for them to get to be a kid for a little while before they have to go be adults, Mm. you know, and just get together, learn a lot, but also learn what they can bring back and what they can use to help develop them in the future.
2: How many kids do you have? And again, that voice you listen to, that's Ashley Pierce Chadwick. She is, what is your title? Director? Executive Director of Junior Leadership <laughs> Lenore. We've got Tyler Sears, a senior from North Lenore High School, joining us this morning here on the Brian Hanks Show. But uh, how many kids do you have uh, going this year?
3: We have 18 kids in JLL, and 16 of them are going okay. on the trip. So we're excited. Well,
2: that is awesome. <laughs> when you think about what's coming, and I guess you're of two minds here because you guys might still be in the play- – hopefully you'll be in the playoffs. Yeah, hopefully right. That is going on. So how, how? I've got to ask that baseball <laughs> yes, question before yes. I ask the JLL question. What happens if you're still in the playoffs? I mean, you're I'm assuming you're probably not making this trip, right? Yeah, I'm
4: probably. I mean, I'm going to have to be locked in if we're yeah. going that deep. Yeah, I mean, I'm already locked in right now. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, <laughs> no offense, but obviously. no, I'm gonna no, have no, to no offense no, taken. No. I'm sure. Uh,
3: I'm going to be torn if they're in the playoffs because, like, my son's on the team, and yeah. I'm going to be a wreck. Um, and and hope. I mean, I love Tyler, and I would love nothing more than to walk around with him all day. But I kind of hope he's not. In there.
2: <laughs> well, and I'm, and I'm sure you feel the same way. Like yeah, I said, I'm sure yeah. you're of two minds because, heck, man, I, listen, I'm 54 years old. Went to Disney last year. I enjoy going to Disney myself as an as an old old man. You know, I can imagine. You, I'm sure you've been before though, right? Oh yeah, I mean, yeah. it was a long, 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 long time yeah. ago. But.
3: but- well, it, it'll but, be uh, worth it. But, okay.
2: <laughs> Let's do it with the mind that you're going to JLL or you're going on this trip. Uh, what And you said early, that is your, li- your life goal is you want to be an entrepreneur. I can only assume from hearing what uh, Miss Ashley just said about that, that that's got to be something you're looking forward to learning is how, you know, some, some of those key things that she was talking about
1: there.
4: Oh, yeah. Obviously, I think going on this trip, you know, taking a class, I think that could actually help me like tone in my skills or just – Develop new skills, actually, and just try to help me develop further as a person. You know, try to better myself and just trying to help me, lead me in the right direction.
2: Hey, can I be his agent here for a second? Sure. Okay. I think if he's not able to make it this year, because I think, I really do think that North and North is going to be, uh, I, so. I think they're going to state, cha- I think y'all are going to state championship series this Oh, year. I think I really we are do too. too. Yeah. <laughs> I think he gets to, he should be able to go on next year's trip.
3: Oh, he's always welcome. So, always
0: welcome. Dude, I just worked it out for you there.
2: How about that? So, when you make it. St- don't feel bad about not going on the trip. Look, I no hey, I just negotiated that for you. You get to go on next year's trip, okay? I'll
4: be celebrating. <laughs> it's, a win, it's a win-win. Tyler there you go. Sears
3: is welcome anytime. And, you know, the great thing is they do bring... You're welcome. <laughs> they do bring uh, some materials home with us and stuff like yeah. that. So we'll make sure that he gets everything he needs. But... Go Hawks! I really there, hope that there you go, there you go.
2: That's how I feel too. Can can we get some baseball talk in here? Of course,
3: mind? of course.
2: What an amazing season that you guys have had. And uh, Miss Ashley alluded to it earlier. The the East Duplin game. You guys are down seven to nothing in that game.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: I mean, a lot of times, and I I hate that I wasn't at that game, but. I, a lot of times if you fall behind i'm sure you've played a lot of i know you've played a lot of baseball in your life i know your pops so i mean i know mm-hmm. that uh you've played a lot of baseball in your life have you ever been down 7 to nothing in a game at any level i'm talking about a little league and travel ball and jv and varsity have you ever been
4: down 7 to nothing and come back and won i mean i th- in my oh gosh i feel like i have but if i have i honestly just can't remember something as electric as Last last Thursday's game, the I energy
3: mean, was insane, and the whole it all in the swamp. I mean, just it was electric out there. I mean, it you was- could
4: feel the dugout getting in, getting hyped. The crowds up there, the energy was just absolutely insane, crazy, just playoff energy. If you if you're gonna uh, ask me, oh yeah. Well, let me ask you this: You fall behind seven to nothing.
2: Do you think? I mean. It, in your head, and I'm asking you sincerely. Mm-hmm. tell me the truth here, young man. Was there when you get behind seven nothing? Do you ever hang your head? Did you see your ha- your teammates hang their heads? Or are you thinking, "Wow, we are going to lose to East Duplin again"?
4: I mean, honestly, like when they scored like the first three runs, I w- I was behind home plate. I was thinking, "That's easy. We can yeah. score easily three runs, especially yeah. in just one inning." But when they they kept adding on, adding on, I was like, "We're this is a challenge now and." I think the team did really well at accepting that, yeah. and we're like, after that inning, you could see the demeanor of everybody, and they they weren't dead. It was like, guys, we still have a chance at this game. I mean, there's two, three innings left. I mean, there's a, it's very possible for a comeback.
3: The most amazing thing I heard was I, I was sitting on the bleachers not far from the dugout, and I don't know who said it, but. When they came in after they scored seven, and the other you know East Dublin has scored seven runs, somebody in the dugout said, "Hey guys, if they can do it, we can do it too." And I was wow. like, "Yes!" You know, who
2: said, who said that? I know? have no idea. Okay, okay.
3: But as soon as I heard it, I, I mean, it literally just lit me on fire with energy, and I had also had a lot of Mountain Dews, but I was, <laughs> <laughs> but I was really excited, and I think it was just nobody ever got down nobody ever thought we can't do this and they scored two in that inning but it was like you could tell the fire was there and they were ready and then they they just kept adding it on and when that eighth run scored it was Insane. I mean, it was, it was like Tyler said, it was playoff energy there. So I'm very interested to see what happens tonight. And Uh,
2: against a very, very, very good Southwest Onslow team that you guys have already beat in Jacksonville, but we're going to get to that in a little bit. I got to ask you this, Tyler. And again, Tyler Sears, a starting catcher for uh, North Lenora High School. Dude, you win a game like that when you're down seven to nothing. What does that do to your mindset? I mean, I, I, I've never been in that situation. I can't imagine what they would do for me, but I, I would like to think that – I would think we can, be, we can beat anybody now. If we can come back from seven to nothing, we can beat anybody. What has the
4: mindset – what has that done for your mindset? What has it done for your teammates' mindset, Oh, it's, it's the same thing. Like, coming down zero to seven against a good East Duplin team and we coming back in the win is basically – it's like a – gosh, I don't even know what the words I'm looking for, yeah. but it's basically like something where there's no team in the Eastern NC that can beat us or Western North Carolina that can beat us. I mean, it's just – it has really boosted the whole team's confidence a lot. Well, I like I said, I can't even – and
2: I mean that sincerely. I can't even mm-hmm. imagine because you get down something like that. I mean, that's like in basketball being down by 25 in the third quarter and coming back and winning. I think that's a pretty good example and I can't imagine you can't be anything but positive going in. I mean, even if you fall behind three or four to nothing against somebody that, uh, you're like, oh, we got, do we have a few outs left and we can come back, mm-hmm. uh, that voice you list too. Tyler Sears. We've got Ashley Pierce Chadwick in here too. And, uh, I, I got to thank a couple of, sp- Hey, I got to thank a couple of sponsors here. Is that perfect, all right? Perfect. perfect. <laughs> Listen, want to thank our good friends over at UNC Lenore healthcare. They are the exclusive sponsor of the big interview every day here on the Brian Hank show. Nestled in the heart of Lenore County right here in Kinston, UNC Lenore Healthcare's mission is to ensure exceptional health care for the people it serves. You can do some crafts right now if you want to right there at Linda's I, desk. I am okay? super excited about these. <laughs> there you go. Uh, as people know who listen to the show, I share my, my, my studio here with Linda, and she does crafts. Those Barbies are not mine over there, Tyler, okay? I promise. Okay? I love
3: them.
2: <laughs> well, you, take one. No, I better not tell you to do that. She'll be mad at me. You
3: will be in trouble. I will
2: be in a lot of trouble. But yeah, you can work on some crafts while I'm doing this, <laughs> You no there you go. Listen, with a medical staff of more than 100 physicians, UNC Lenore Healthcare offers a range of specialty services and technology you would only expect to find at hospitals in larger cities. Visit UNC Lenore Healthcare at 100 Airport Road, right here in Kinston, for all your healthcare needs. or call them at 252 522 7000. You can also email them at, info at lenore.org or visit their comprehensive website at unclenore.org. And again, Thank you to Beverly Jenkins, all the folks over at UNC Lenore Healthcare for being the exclusive sponsor of the big interview. We don't have one big interview for you today. We've got two big interviews for you. We've got Ashley Chadwick. We've got Tyler Sears here in our plush, well-lit studio here on uh, Whitehall Drive. Let's jump right back into it. Sorry, I've got a couple more baseball questions for, it, for him. It. You okay? go for it. Hey, You brought Tyler. I'm going to talk to him you about North Lenore baseball. Okay. Uh, again, let's, uh, we, we talked about the East Duflin win, just, uh, an amazing, and I got to tell you, dude, I've been here. The only game that I can tell you in my 21 years of being here was Kinston was playing at an Easter tournament. Uh, Kenston, you had a really good baseball team back in 2003. Mm-hmm. In fact, they won the conference championship in 2003, which is as I'm thinking, probably before you were born. What year were you born? Oh, four. There you go. It was even <laughs> before you were born, but I covered a game that Chris Hatcher uh, played in, and uh, it was an Easter tournament game. And if I remember correctly, they were down, I believe, nine to nothing going into the bottom of the six. They, uh, it, it, in fact, they were about to get 10-run rolled because uh, it was nine to nothing, and they had bases loaded against them. They get out of that jam, they came back and won an extra innings, 10 to nine. Mm. Most amazing game I've ever seen him personally. So those are the what you guys did against uh, East Duplin is kind of like what Kenson did in that game, but uh, big game against Southwest Onslow tonight. And I know for a fact Wheat Swamp is going to be jumping. Uh, I'm I'm guessing your advice to folks are you better get to the game early tonight if you yes. want to get any kind of seat tonight against Southwest Onslow.
4: What do you remember about the first time that you played them this year? First time, gosh, it's they're a scrappy team. <laughs> yeah, like they play tough. They played hard. Like they're they're the kind of team where it's like if you don't blow them out of the water early, mm-hmm. they're going to keep scrapping. They're going to feel like they have a chance to win. So I mean, we just have to jump on them early in the first couple of innings, score, put up some big numbers, big runs, just so we can try to put them away. And we just got to keep the game in our control the whole time. Well, seven to six victory. <laughs> Uh, against them on March 17th
2: in Jacksonville. And I, I love your memories of that, but let me, uh, ask you this. Uh, I think, and this is my, from being outside your program, from talking to coach Massey, from talking to Luke Cannon, from, uh, talking, uh, just to folks around the program, it, I think part of your advantage is you're a senior and you've got what nine other seniors who are, everybody's messaging me right now. They're listening to you right <laughs> yeah. now, Tyler, but, uh, I think part of the advantage that you guys have are you are such an experience-laden squad. Tell me a little bit about playing with the nine other seniors that are on this team, with Luke Cannon, one of the best pitchers in the state of North Carolina. You're one of the best catchers in the state of North Carolina.
4: What is it like having this much experience on one team? I mean, it's amazing. It's fun, you know, just hearing every day at practice just the knowledge that we all possess and just feeding off each other's energy every day it's just something that you can't really find anywhere else honestly I mean just like it's hard to explain honestly yeah, yeah. I mean it's just something that's it's really unique and I think you just it's really hard to find and look for I know one of the questions I asked Luke coming into
2: this season was talking about that and, and we knew coming in this year there are going to be a ton of expectations for this North and team this year mm-hmm. You guys, what? Right now, you're thirteen and two. You're seven and one. I think you guys have dealt pretty good with those expectations. How are those on your head right now, and not just you, but on your teammates? Heads. I mean, everybody knew coming in. Listen, North North's team to beat in the East Central Two A. North North's probably a team to beat in Eastern North Carolina, and a lot of team, a lot of people, myself included, picking you guys to make it to the state championship this year. It, how, when you hear that, and you've, and I know you've
4: heard that from outside your bubble too. How are you? How are your teammates dealing with that? I mean, after seeing last year the the playoff run we had, it's kind of like something where we all knew what we could do if we all played at our highest peaks, and it's something that we carried on to this season where it's like, guys, if we literally play to the best of our abilities, there's no team that can beat us. And I feel like if we just – I mean, we're getting closer and closer to the playoffs. You know, we're we're basically already in a playoff mindset right now, but we just got to stay locked in, do what we know, do what our coaches are telling us. And, I mean, this is it should be a pretty – Pretty fun and exciting time.
2: No one has as intimate a relationship with their pitcher as a catcher does, obviously. I mean, mm-hmm. you guys are the two that are in control of the game. Catcher's basically the the quarterback of uh, the baseball team. Tell just Like I said, we've had Luke on here a couple of times, and uh, you know all the expectations that are around him, too. Already uh, signed with Campbell, who's a nationally ranked team uh, that he'll be going to next year.
4: Tell me a little bit about Luke Cannon and catching him. I mean, it's it's fun, you know, especially when he's on. Like he's 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 so dominant, and he's just he's a guy you can always rely on. Late innings, early game, it doesn't really matter. Someone that can just come in, get the job done, get us out of a jam. I mean, it's just super fun. Uh, it's got to be, and uh, I got well, yeah. I mean, obviously, we're 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 talking about
2: JLL. We're talking about a, a baseball season that's still got several games in regular season. Before you make it to the state playoffs, but uh, what's up? What's up next for you? I mean, are you going to try to play it at the next level? What, what's I what's mean, going on with that, you? Tyler? That would
4: be that would be an amazing amazing thing to consider. I mean, obviously, I think I think that's everyone's you know that's everyone's dream somewhere in their head. And I mean, if I do get an option, I think I'll take it.
2: That's awesome. Any, you talking to anybody?
4: Not not currently, not currently, okay. but hopefully in the future, I will.
2: I got to tell you, if you and I, well, if you don't play baseball, what are you going to? You were talking about wanting to be an entrepreneur. Where are you thinking about going to school? E, I'm, I'm thinking Wake Tech right now. Okay. Wake Tech or LCC. I was going to tell you, you know, they've got a, a team that is just basically on the verge of being uh, mm-hmm. nationally ranked. Uh, look, turn Look to your right. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> uh, I'll get you. I, I've got another set. Give me a second. Let him answer this question. We'll get you hooked up. We've got to get a headset. Tell everybody who's here, Tyler. Tony Sears, my dad. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) The funny thing
4: is, he, like, uh, before I left, he was asking me, like, do you want me to come? And I was just, no, no, no. (laughs) Well,
2: uh, dude, you know, there's a great baseball team over at LCC. I mean, they are really, really good. I mean, is that something you would consider doing at the next level? I
4: think it is. I mean, I already know some of the guys over there.
2: Why are you shaking your head? No, Tony. Well, let me, hey, hand me that ammo box right there at
4: your feet. Yeah, go ahead. I mean, yeah, I, th- I I think it would be a good opportunity for me at least. I mean, I think I'd just go out there and have fun. I mean, they're a good team too. Oh, I, they're I, a,
2: not a good team. They're a great team. Mm-hmm, they are, like I like are. said, on the verge of being nationally ranked. Talk about making it to the World Series. Uh, I think they've got a really good chance of making it to the World Series. Mm-hmm. So anyway, uh, well, uh, Ashley, talk for a minute while I get uh, Tony hooked up here uh, he, again. You're not just the JLL leader. You're a fan of Tyler and North Lenore. Yes. What has it been like watching them?
3: It's been incredible this year. You know, um, my son is a sophomore, um, and just his opportunity to be able to play with all of these seniors this year and the, the breadth of talent that they have has been, I know, really inspiring for him, but it's been great to watch, and it's a great group of guys from him for him to learn from. And I think – the most exciting thing for me has been that they, I've really seen them throughout the season become just this really cohesive team um, where they're pr- playing really well together. And, you know, I've been watching Tyler play ball since he was eight. So <laughs> so it's great to have watched a lot of these guys play together and grow up together and see really what they've become. It's, it's really inspiring and it's exciting to watch.
2: Let me unmute myself. It is. It really has been. And oh, my God, my boy, Tony Sears here on the air with us this morning.
1: Hey, Brian.
2: Hey,
1: how you doing? I'm just texting How a lot proud. Of, of, yeah, I know he's I been text texting me. I've has. a lot me. of questions <laughs> yes. they haven't been asked, so I thought I'd you know I'd get in here. <laughs> what would
2: you like to ask our uh, big interview here today, no, Tony? No, no, you were
1: going to ask a question first. I think it's way more important.
2: Uh, I don't even remember.
1: You were going to ask me what I think about this kid.
2: Yeah, tell me what you think about this kid here. I
1: absolutely love this kid. Okay. Yeah, hey, uh, Everything that he talked about earlier about entrepreneurship, something he and I are working uh, on the side and trying to get some education. And just seeing a kid wants to blaze his own path and, and it's not trying to do what his mom or dad or other family members are trying to do and just trying to find his own way in the world is actually uh, pretty impressive. And I couldn't be happier.
2: Well, we're talking about JLL this morning here with Ashley and Tyler, of course. Uh, what, have you, what kind of impact? And, I, dude, there's a chair right no, there I'm if good. you want to unfold that. Uh, what kind of impact have you seen JLL have on Tyler?
1: Well, you know, this, Tyler's the second kid that I've had to go <laughs> through the program. And right. I think just going down there and being part in the exposure, all the things that he talked about. I mean, he's a, he's a brilliant kid. All the things he talked about. And, and if you don't know this, if you're looking at your circle who's around you and those people are into the same thing you're into, you should try opening that circle up. Mm-hmm. Figure out how to, re, how to expose yourself to for different walks of life and different ideas and different things, which is something I'm, I'm trying to help him with now. And so I think if you have a chance to get in JOL and, and you're here with Ashley, and it, how do you expand your circle? Mm-hmm. Uh, you, the, your value of your worth is the worth of the people you're around. Yep. And if you can increase that value, if you can keep just opening your circle up, the, better, uh, the, the greater the chances you're going to have in life.
2: I got to think, Ashley, there's no better way to describe JLL than yeah, that, I love is that. there? Thank you. Yeah. Uh, here, I'll, I'll clip that and send it to you, okay? And, uh, and you can use that there. Uh, playoff, or not playoff, but the regular season run this uh, Hawks team has had, has had this year, Tony. I mean, you've got to be. Uh, of course, you're immensely proud because your son is the quarterback the, of that team. The, who essentially. at one
1: point was near the top in the nation on on base percentage. He's wow. still
3: way up there. I check those max prep stats every at, day. At, at one
1: point, his own base percentage was 7'10". Uh, wow. And the leader, in the, so he, we looked, he'd have been like 54th, 53rd in the country. Yeah. And so nobody gets hit with more balls. <laughs> no, nobody, <laughs> mm-hmm. nobody gets more walks. And here's the deal. If you saw this kid, let me tell you, if you're sitting at home, I want to explain something to you. This kid's in the gym five, six days a week. He is squatting 365 for reps at the end of the workout. Wow. I'm not saying that he's at, he starts, he hits one set, he gets 365 up, down, and he's out. I'm talking about he's hitting six reps of 365 at the end of the squat workout. Wow. Yeah, and so when he com- when he comes up, he's just physically imposing. And his- you know you're
2: supposed to be doing this yeah. right now while he's saying that, right? Now. <laughs> his
1: his dad has been known to yell after he's been hit by a pitch. You shouldn't hit a kid whose quads are that big. <laughs> this is true. He did I- yell this in the East Duplin game. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, I mean, it, awesome. was- it was part of the rally. They came in, they hit him just right on the shoulder, and I yelled, you shouldn't hit a kid whose quads are that big. Yeah,
3: I think I was really hyped up at that point, and you know Tyler gets beamed pretty good by this pitch mm. in his arm, and he just takes it and you know, starts walking. I'm like, you're only going to make his muscles look bigger.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I actually had
4: someone at the very end of the game. They said that the favorite part about coming to the Northland or games is watching me get hit. He does. They just think it's so entertaining for some reason. I well, mean.
1: <laughs> he has six hit-by-pitches on the season. Uh-huh. He's got more walks than that. He's just a physically imposing. And he's in a three-hole. He's got a power hitter, uh, Blake, behind him. Mm-hmm. He's, he's hitting behind Hunter and Luke, so typically – those two are more often not going to get on. You don't want this guy to come up, and you know the power that's behind him. Yeah. So he's sitting in a great hole. You get past him. You got Matthew Hill coming up in the five who has who is near the top with hits. Mm-hmm. So one through five is, is dangerous at North Lenore. You put this kid in in the third, they just don't want to pitch to him. Yeah, They want to jam him inside. They don't want him to extend his arms. They don't want it over the plate because he'll do damage with it. And I predicted last night in our household he hits a home run tonight.
2: Wow. Did you hear me uh, negotiate his Disney trip for I next did. year? I did. I'm uh, kind of proud of that. I, I, yeah, yeah. Right? Right? Mm, yeah, I there you go. Appreciate it. But,
1: but the reason I'm here, Brian, the reason yes. I drove from my house here, I sped, I passed, I, I beat I beat the minutes by a lot. <laughs> the ETA, your the GPS, ETA. yeah. I just want to know, how does it feel to be 18 and know that you're 46-year-old, almost 46-year-old dad, stronger than you are?
4: Uh, that's a question I, I can't feel, answer. How does he feel about that? I, I can't answer that. Go ahead. No. I mean, it, de- it depends what <laughs> we're working on. I mean, we're talking about full body here. I mean, I got him beaten in certain areas. I'm not even going to lie. Beat.
1: Yeah, he's got me beating legs. I got 46-year-old knees. I got sciatica in my back. I'm not getting up and down. But anything <laughs> above that, what does this guy want?
3: Wow. I don't know, Tony. I did not, I did I not see know. this interview
1: delving in all this. Did you ask I me? Mean, I did not. I mean, I mean, ask him, has he ever just seen his dad walk from, you know, living room to the bedroom and just see that specimen and say, I hope to grow up to look like that one day? Oh, no. wow.
4: Oh, wow. <laughs> no, it's an easy question. to say <laughs>
1: no.
2: Yeah, I've got to tell you, his hair—he's got—he's got the good hair he's going there. Okay, he—he he does. There you go. He
1: has great hair. So, are you serious about this whole LCC deal? I mean, it's something we need. to I love about? that that we're talking come, about this and we're working this out here on the air. Because, go ahead, go ahead. But hold on, before he answers, I want to say this. Okay. I have an all-star pitcher who's got years remaining. We—if LCC wants to step up to the plate, they want to talk about free education. They want to talk about someone who yeah. can help get them. I got a package deal.
2: Do you know that LCC, and yes, it's the Brian Hanks <laughs> show presented by Lenore Community College. Yeah. Okay, so I mean, of course, I'm a big LCC advocate here. Te- but, tell them to step up. But do you know they've got, uh, I think they had five or six players that have now signed to go on to play at the four year level that's on, That's part of the
1: sophomore class. Brian, this I don't year. care about NIL money. I only care about <laughs> NIL money. I don't care about anything else. We got to get paid. <laughs> I love it. Okay, I so are we it. serious about LCC? Yeah. Okay, I, I so. love
2: it. i tell you what, okay. I'll give you Gary. Do you have Gary Smith's number? No,
1: well, no, we no. don't call Gary Smith. Gary Smith calls us. <laughs> oh, okay. oh, no. Okay, do you think Bronnie is out Here's there on the God, open? I, you think Bronny's out on the open market talking about, oh, hey. I've lost control of this, I We're not
3: going to fit in this room. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you tell Smith Well, to call no, us. the humble one is you. sitting right there,
2: okay? I, I love it. Yes, I will get uh, Gary Smith in touch with you, okay, for sure. Call that guy. I got nothing to do with it. <laughs> I love it. We're over time. I got to get the birthday game in here. Uh, oh, I have a
3: birthday shout out today. Go Can ahead. I do it? My great friend, Tiffany Kennedy, it's her birthday today. Kennedy Heavy Truck Parts, their family owns that business, and it is her birthday.
2: <laughs> okay. Happy birthday to you. Uh, listen, uh, JLL, if people like the Brian Hankshaw is making a contribution yes. in his name over here uh, to the to the calls. If people want to do that, how can they do that?
3: So, we are actually a division of the Lenore County Education Foundation. So, mm-hmm. any donations are. Tax deductible Mm -hmm. um but the education foundation i have to give a plug real quick they do great things for our community specifically for many grants for teachers throughout the school system the lenore county public school system and i'm on the committee that reads those grants for elementary school and we have some super impressive educators in this county doing some really amazing things but if anyone wants to make a donation they can write a check to the lenore county education foundation they can reach out to me directly Directly, um on facebook or messenger and i'll be glad to steer them in the right direction
2: i love it and uh again we are honored hey listen tyler what a good sport man i mean i had to, i promise i had no idea that he was coming in that i a, had no idea you didn't either. either he's already left how about that he's already taken <laughs> off but uh listen good luck tonight against southwest Good luck the rest of the season. I hope you're going on this trip next year with. Uh, <laughs> I hope I am too. <laughs> with, He's uh, totally
3: league. allowed. <laughs> there you go. I love it. So,
2: so don't even worry about that part. Just keep winning. So proud of you, young man. And I, I've saying. got to watch you from afar. I've got to watch you and your brother from afar, mm-hmm. being friends with your pops. That uh, listen, county is very proud of you. Not just the ones over north and north, the folks here in Kinsen, the folks over south part of the county too. I promise you this. Other than when they play you, you know, twice a year, they're pulling for you guys too, okay? Yes, sir. Very appreciate good. Well, listen, uh, Ashley Chadwick, Tyler Sears, Tony Sears, who just breezed <laughs> in and breezed out of here. We really appreciate them. Let's play the birthday game. We'll come back and wrap up the uh Tuesday edition of the Brian hank show right after that. <laughs> Today is Tuesday, April the twenty-fifth in the year of our Lord, twenty twenty-three. I am so glad we can't talk about the stuff that on the air that we talk about off the air, okay? Oh, man. Mm. Ralph Sampson's post-college career. I don't know. Oh, okay. I was trying. Uh, Anyway. uh, Hey, we're playing the birthday game. It's that game we play uh, every day here on the Brian Hanks Show. And... uh, Jonathan Massey, uh, you let John Dawson win last month. You said no, 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 it's not going to happen in April, and you wrapped up April yesterday with four days well, still left ten, to go.
5: He had a ten-day uh, buffer there. So uh, somebody had to go out of town. Well, really, it was just a five-day. Yeah,
2: it's only five days really if you think about it. Because I took any hook any Saturday and Sunday, then there've been a five days, then the Saturday and Sunday. So really, nine days only. Yeah. If you think about it, yeah. He doesn't like our our reason and our logic. That
5: whole nine-hour detour had nothing to, to change, not one bit of what I said. It really the did. The meaning did not change at all.
2: You're right. You're absolutely right. But uh, Jonathan Massey, again, you clinched yesterday. You lead eight days to three here in April. And there's not a, a doggone thing John Dawson can do about it. Even if he won the rest of the days here this month, you can't win in April, dude. You can't win April, the month of April.
5: Gee, I guess I'm going to have to. Oh, okay. I'll be fine.
2: <laughs> well, we're going to have a special surprise for people on Friday's show. We have decided that. We're not going to do the birthday game that day. We're going to play uh, Who Sang It? Yes. Which you are uh, you're undefeated in. What have we played, 11 of those or 12 of those? And you've won every single one. We've, we've played 11 of them. You are 11-0 and 0 right now, John Dawson. Yes. I don't know.
0: I consider that time I got like five right. A win for me, <laughs> yeah. but you still lost like
5: seventeen to five. Well, Did four I, of them were Barbara Mandrell songs, so that wasn't fair. Yeah. Oh. Hey,
2: can I bring back some Barbara Streisand for today's show? No, we we OD'd on it already. God, that was so awesome yesterday. I think the I think the people
5: enjoyed Barbara
2: Streisand yesterday. Well, I think the, there were well, kids the, who had never heard Barbara Streisand. Well, then the before. people
5: and the kids should. Uh, Go to their record collections or go to their phones and and dial up Barbara Streisand and listen to it. You're also playing
0: anymore. a little little hard and fast with the word awesome,
2: <laughs> dude. Barbara Streisand, man, you, you, there's nothing you could say about her that wouldn't make me love her.
5: Yentl, I never saw Yentl. She was dressed like a dude for two hours.
4: Really? Yeah.
2: I never saw Yentl. Now you know she was in Prince of Tides, which was written by Pat Conroy. Uh huh. She plays the psychologist in, or the psychiatrist in, uh, *The
5: Prince of Tides*, which was. Did you ever read that or see the movie? No, but the sequel, *The Queen of Whisk*, didn't do as well. It's not funny. No,
2: dude, that is a great book, man. Did you ever read *Prince of Tides*? <laughs> did you ever see the movie?
0: It was. I do know to... it's referenced in *Ted Lasso*. The book is. Is it really? Yeah, that's uh, Doctor Sharon's favorite book. Oh wow!
5: Well, it's. Uh... It was in *The Sopranos*.
2: Is
0: it was
5: the same really? where Tony's watching uh, Prince of Tides? The shrink and the yeah. cat, you know,
2: well, I got to tell you, man, uh, on a very serious note, the, the movie was good. It was really good, but the book is just, it's one of my top ten favorite books of all time. I know I do my top ten favorites of whatever, but mm-hmm. it, it's what made me love Pat Conroy. I mean, it was, uh, God, it was so awesome. What a what a, what a a great book. Uh, but if you want to know about your boy, Brian, you should read Prince of Tides, Seriously, oh, I know uh, about
5: my boy, Brian.
2: Well, I'm being serious. I'm talking about, like, br- upraising and oh, yeah, um, that kind of stuff, yeah. Uh, it's such a good book, such a good book, and I love you, Barbara Streisand. If you ever in eastern North Carolina, I yeah, look your boy up, okay? So, anyway, uh, Jonathan Massey, you won yesterday for the fifth straight day in a row. Tell us a little bit about GoEco Office Automation, the title sponsor of this here birthday game.
0: Well, GoEco and the Prince of Office Automation, John Passelig. <laughs> I see what you have, did there. Thanks for derailing it. <laughs> um, they, uh, they, they've really done a great job at revolutionizing the office automation game here in eastern North Carolina. They have taken companies under their wing and and raised them up uh, to, to levels previously unknown. Uh, thanks to all the great client service and the great products they have over at GoEco Office Automation. And if you want to get in on that action, you need to give Jock a call.
2: How would you do that, John Jonathan Massey? Now remember,
0: passion.
2: <laughs> okay, okay. Do it. 252. 252!
0: 286. 286! 53. 53! 54.
2: 54! I like it. <laughs> okay, good, good. So uh, he's got websites too, though. Yeah,
0: right? uh, goecomc.com or what
2: is goeco.com? There you go. I love it. I love it. Here we go. We've got uh, three people who are alive, two people who are dead, including one musician who's passed away. We'll get to that here momentarily. But our very first one, Jonathan Massey, goes to you. He's one of the best basketball players in NBA and ACC history. He played center. For the Wake Forest University and then forward for the San Antonio Spurs. It's Tim Duncan. Tim
5: Duncan from the U.S. Virgin Islands, I think.
2: Wait a minute. You, I expected to get it, Jonathan Massey. John Dawson over here. I was
5: still here. keeping up with the ACC during his time. Oh. I think the last NBA playoffs I watched were when he and Popovich were playing against. He knows who Popovich was is? Was it Miami? Yeah. yeah I was praying be. that because I love Duncan and Popovich and I was. Well, you like me. them
2: because they're no nonsense. Tim Duncan ducks the ball or hits a shot. And then just goes the other way. And goes the other way.
5: He doesn't, doesn't pound pop his chest his ch- like he discovered penicillin or cured cancer. It turns out he was one of
0: like the more uh, underrated trash talkers. But do you know how he did it, though? He would make it sound like a compliment.
2: Yes, like if you scored against him, he and Shaquille's got some great Tim Duncan stories. So does okay? Kevin Garnett. Oh, I bet. Which is even funnier. And you know Shaquille will talk. You know, like, and he's always fans couldn't hear him do it, but he'd be like, "What a great shot! You are the greatest center in the history of the NBA," and mm-hmm. would build your head all up and then score thirty-five against you.
5: Oh, Kevin Garnett! I'll take that over pounding your chest like you just discovered fire
2: any day of the week. I agree.
0: Kevin Garnett tried to, uh, tried to call out what he was going to do and try to block him, and of course Duncan got around him and scored. And as he's running back down the court, he passes Garnett, and goes,
5: "Nice try," and just keeps going. <laughs> That's Larry Bird esque. <laughs> I think Larry Bird is the all time best trash talker.
2: He was, but uh, he, but people could hear his tim duncan was almost in a whisper he was I mean like either.
5: mr Ro- it was like if mr rogers burned you <laughs> that was Zanged that's, a, you. that's yeah. pretty good
2: yeah. tim duncan over there Jonathan massey how old is he today I almost said how old would he be if he were still alive today he is still alive today thank goodness i want to say yeah u.s virgin islands by the way yes you're right
0: i want to say he was drafted I, gosh i can't remember 96 97 maybe Oh, boy. I
2: don't know. 47. Congratulations, Jonathan Massey. You get that one right on the nose. He is 47. And I'm glad you said that about uh, U.S. Virgin Islands. I know I was on a cruise one time, and we ported in the Virgin Islands. And they have a Tim Duncan court outside that was. uh, It's weird that the Virgin
5: cruise went to Virgin Islands.
2: It wasn't a Virgin. It was Carnival.
5: It was a theme cruise. Yeah. They-
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. I Hey, I, do I not give credit where
5: credit is due? Uh, I was just trying to make a little mirth there. That was very mercy. Okay. <laughs> and it there's no reason to be ashamed that it was just two years ago. Not at all. That's right. <sighs> okay, John Dawson, you're next. He was Earl Hickey.
2: And my name is Earl, along with Kenston's own James uh, Jamie Presley. It's...
5: Jason, he was in Kevin Smith movies. I can't yep. think of Two his name. Two
2: first names. Jason Lee. There you go. Jason, Jason Lee. Lee. Good actor. I like him. I mean, I've always found him humorous and everything I've seen him in. And like you said, he was awesome in the uh, Jay and Silent Bob movies. And mm-hmm. uh, and I thought he was funny. And my name is Earl. Mm-hmm. Uh, not that I watched a whole, whole lot of them, but. I
5: watched probably 70% of them. Yeah, and he was the very good
2: in them. Him. Uh, how old is he today, though, there, John Dawson? 53. Goodness gracious, you guys are two for two on getting them right on the, the year. Yeah. He was born uh, April 25th, 1970. He's 53 today. So, congratulations, John. You get that. It's one to one. It goes back to you. Now, this is, uh, we've gone a little bit fast because I wanted to uh, get you guys to talk about this next actor here. I loved him in any given, my favorite, two favorite movies. I went through his whole uh, filmography. My two favorites, and I know you two are not going to agree on this, but whatever. But was it any given Sunday and the Devil's Advocate?
0: It's got to be Al Pacino. It's
2: Al Pacino. Cool. dude. Uh, you, uh, he would have to be in the pantheon of great actors. He's of our the type time, of right? actor
5: even if the movie's not great, you still kind of enjoy what he's doing. At least I do, anyway.
2: Your favorite movies? Because I got to tell you, any given Sunday, which gr- has had to grow on me, John or Jonathan Massey. Uh, you've not seen it, right? Any given. I'm not Sunday. against it. I just haven't seen it. You've seen it, though. Oh, yeah, yeah, I like it. I've probably it's seen it movie. a dozen times, 11, 12 times. I, I have hated, it, hated it the first two times I watched it. And then everything that was in it started really happening in real life, and it was just crazy how – and that was an Oliver North – Oliver North – Oliver Stone movie. Oliver North. <laughs> it was an Oliver Stone movie. And for him to make that movie, and then everything
5: started happening. The Contras came up and trained the football players. Yeah, there
2: you yeah. go. Yeah. Uh, just it has been. I can watch it from start to finish now. I can pick it up in the middle of it and watch it. I love well, it. To I love quote it.
5: your boy about the rewatchables, I've probably watched him in Pacino and Godfather one and two, and Heat, and the I've probably in the Irishman. Those are all movies I've probably watched double digit times, and we'll continue to rewatch them.
0: Yeah, so I would say Godfather is probably my favorite Pacino movie, but I like the Irishman, I like Any Given Sunday, I like The Devil's Advocate. Um, Devil's we Advocate none of us none of us have mentioned Scarface. I didn't. I, I didn't care for Scarface all that much. I was about to say I didn't love it, but I didn't. Have, it was it was decent my enough, favorite But cr- it was my
5: favorite crime movie. Well, Godfather is kind of it's a mob movie, but it's about family. My favorite crime movie he was in was Heat because it was Michael Mann and I love my he, he to me he stole the movie from De Niro in Heat and The Irishman but that's just me
0: there's there's a movie that I'm forgetting about oh if I remember but yes there's been at least a half dozen that I could go home right now and watch the one where he's
5: blind and gives a big speech oh whoa! yeah all that
2: yeah that's a good movie
5: um but as a Prozac and I can quote lines from Heat, all, any any scene back and forth? I mean, Tone Loke is in has a is in Heat well, you performing. you
2: and Bill Simmons, that's Bill Simmons' all-time favorite movie. Well, is
5: I'll Heat. bring the I'll bring the Blu-ray. Wanna, over. I've never seen it. Have you seen Heat? I, th- I don't think you had because yeah, it's a cop movie. Uh, maybe, but it's probably the best of that genre I've ever seen.
2: Okay, I gotta play. You might have to clip something off this. Okay. But this is from uh, his speech from Any Given Sunday. Before,
0: before you do that, okay. let me this just say. I think. Go ahead. Uh, the actor, Tom Hiddleston, uh, did the back and forth between De Niro and Pacino in, for, in Heat. Mm-hmm. And did both uh, impressions. And it was, if you can find that, play that too.
2: Okay. Well, let me uh, let me play this, and I, I don't know. It's four minutes and thirty three seconds, and we don't want to, or four and a half minutes. We don't want to listen to the whole thing. So I hope I'm picking it up in a time. good place.
6: I look around, I see these young faces, and I think, I mean, I made every wrong choice a middle aged yeah, man it. can make. I uh, I pissed away all my money, believe it or not. I chased off. Anyone who's ever loved me. And lately, I can't even stand the face I see in a mirror. <clears throat> you know, when you get old in life, things get taken from you. I mean, that's, that's, that's part of life. But you only learn that when you start losing stuff. You find out life's this game of inches. So is football. Because in either game, life or football, the margin for error is so small. I mean, one half a step too late or too early, and you don't quite make it. One half second too slow, too fast, you don't quite catch it. The inches we need are everywhere around us. Hell yeah. They're in every break of the game, every minute, every second. On this team, we fight for that inch. On this team, we tear ourselves and everyone else around us to pieces for that inch. We claw with our fingernails for that inch. Because we know when we add up all those inches, that's going to make the difference between winning and losing.
2: Yeah, baby. That, dude, ah, sorry about the bad word there. I really am. But that is the greatest speech I've ever heard in a movie. Like for sports, would you, what would even compete with that, dude?
5: I like the one in Bull Durham where he says, you throw the ball, you hit the ball. <laughs> you catch the wall yeah that's my favorite speech. that is
2: good simplistic and
5: to the point yeah. there I you feel go. like
2: there had to be
0: one in friday night lights win one the for show. the gipper
2: yeah. yeah win one for the gipper but man that's just such a great speech and that's not even the whole thing google it it's al Pacino's speech any given sunday on uh, uh it's only been viewed 4.3 million times so a few people have seen that speech before on youtube so mm. go and check that out so Ah! I'm fired up, man. We've got my fingernails. Brian, I'm fighting Brian, for every Brian, inch, John Dawson. Brian, calm it down. Okay. Calm it down a little but, bit. But I'm fighting for every single inch.
5: You know the other day when we were having the Barber Streisand tuck awards. <laughs> that was yesterday. <laughs> I said the other day. Yeah, yeah. That was uh that was too many inches. <laughs> that was too many
2: inches. I'll get uh, anyway. Uh Al Pacino. Uh, Jonathan Massey. How old is he today? God, I love that movie. 78. You say 78. John Dawson. 79. He was born April 25th, 1940. He's 83 today. How about that? So you take a two-to-one lead, John Dawson. It goes back to you. Now we've got two dead people, and I had to include him. Uh, he's arguably, if I say the most famous of all the Harlem Globetrotters, who would you say? Metal Lemon. There you go. Uh, Metal Lemon. He was born well, actually, his name was Meadow Lemon, and he just added the lark to it. So, uh, Meadow Lark Lemon, he mm-hmm. died in 2015.
0: Mm-hmm. He was from North Carolina, wasn't he?
2: You know what? I'm not
5: sure. I will look it up and see, though, before uh, you guess. I-, I think my parents took me to see the Harlem Trotters when I was like three or four. They were in Raleigh or something.
2: Wilmington, North Carolina? Look at you, uh, Jonathan Massey. I didn't even catch that one. I was... Doing all my research. I've, I've never seen the Globetrotters. I would love to see them. I've never seen them. And I saw uh, uh, Ryan. You spear sports out. Ryan Herman. Cut. I saw where uh, Ryan Herman had on Facebook that he had taken his son to go see the uh, Harlem Globetrotters in Western North Carolina. And I know they were just in Greenville a few weeks ago, but I think I had something to do that day. But well, I a want few to things them. you
5: can probably get a kid to go enjoy that doesn't involve a screen.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But uh Metal Lark Lemon, John Dawson. How old would he be if he were alive today? And like I said, he passed away in twenty fifteen. Ninety
6: two.
2: You say ninety two. What do you say, Jonathan Massey? Ninety one indeed he was born april 25th 1932 so he is 91 years old today uh, it's tied up two to two going here to the last one. Oh, it's a musical hint too we've not had a musical hint in today's show how, how have you guys not said anything or complained about that we were kind
0: of holding our breath breath hoping it would uh prolong
2: oh this is awesome okay she was a queen of jazz ella fitzgerald Ella Fitzgerald. She passed away in 1996.
5: This is Dream a Little Dream of Me.
3: She did some duets with Louis
5: Armstrong. They were really good.
3: Night breezes seem to whisper I love you Birds singing in the sycamore tree dream a little dream
2: of me okay ella fitzgerald over there uh john is a massey how old this is for the win it's two to two how old would she be if she were alive today like i said she died in 96 so she died 27 years ago I tell you, uh, man, we ran a little bit along there. She is uh, well; she would be hundred and six today. Uh, Dawson got it right. He wins today, and uh, Massey leads uh, eight days to four. Listen, local birthdays. Happy birthday to Jenny and Abinant Hatcher. Happy birthday to Tim Canoblock. Uh, just two great, great people. Used to be with the Parks and Rec Department. I love you, Tim. And Jenny, you are just an amazing, amazing person, too. Listen, what a show. Thank you again to Richard Clark. Thank you again to uh, Tyler Sears, to Tony Sears, and my dear friend Ashley Pierce-Chadwick. Tomorrow is Wood Ducks Wednesday. John Clemens will be in here. Junior Smith III will be joining us on the phone. Have a great Tuesday. We'll see you tomorrow on the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College.